0: What's up, everybody? This is Anthony Hefe. This is a quick intro before we get into the pod. I gotta apologize. I was liquored up and sauced up for this app. Thank goodness Ball Walker was able to save the day. Uh, as you can hear, I'm still not 100%, but I'll tell you this. This is a good app. This is a fun one. And uh, this is uh, two very passionately fans describing this incredibly streaky team. As always, thank you for downloading, tuning in, and checking this out. Buckle up, Becky. This is gonna be a good one. I'm here. Wow, I got some bad news, buddy. What's bad news? I, uh, I'm real fucked up right now. You what? Yeah, I'm real fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah? I gotta tell you something. I, uh, I probably had one too many drinks today. Yeah, and uh, I'm, You're gonna have to fucking carry this podcast,
1: okay, my dude. Oh yeah, you tell me that as we're recording, do you?
0: The bad news. Yeah, uh, surprise. <laughs> I'm gonna. Do, I'm gonna try my best, but buddy, I'm a little fucked up. Oh, uh, that being said, let's go. <sighs> there we go. There's
1: the original. He's back, folks. The White Claw. Uh, as I. Cheers and okay. drink with him. Oh Jesus Christ! I'll huff it. Okay, buddy you gotta do the intro ladies and gel- gentlemen welcome you got this. this is leafs edition february for not after 30 my drunken compatriot el jefe is drinking himself into a stupor right now how are you doing buddy
0: uh, boy, that was a great job my man i'm yeah okay so we're- <laughs> i'm gonna try my best we're gonna do a really good job
1: Okay, sounds great. Well, the good news is that we currently have a Leaf game going on in the background, and the Leafs are shit pumping the Anaheim Ducks as we speak, 8 to 1. Austin Matthews, second hat trick, Bobby McMahon, two goals, Radko Goudis, a giant fucking pussy, absolute oh power. My God. Yeah, we're going to change it up a bit tonight, folks, and we're going to kind of focus more on the game that just happened in the last few games in the past because you're getting it live right now. So, that's right, live reaction. Oh, El well, Hefe, I know you want me to start, but I don't know what I'm gonna choose between Austin Matthews is the greatest leaf, the greatest hockey player of all time, or Radko Gudis is an absolute fucking coward. Where do you want to start?
0: 100%. I like both really you know, we're probably gonna we're probably going to milk Austin Matthews teats. So why don't we just start yeah. with how much quickly? Number seven in your program for the Anaheim Ducks? Radko Goodis? Yeah. The the Um, uh, he's kind of like that shitty, that shitty jock, that the the guy in high school who was like kind of good, but not not good enough. That guy, like that's the kind of
1: guy he reminds me of. Well, folks, if you're not watching, yeah, it's actually disgusting because this guy before the game comes out to the reporter says, I can't believe people in Toronto are still talking about the famous photo, how I yelled in the goalie walls face. Stop losing sleep over it. Get over it. I don't know about you folks, and I don't know about El Hefe, but I haven't brought that up or thought about it really this once. If anything, I have more hatred for Sam Bennett and the Florida Panthers. You're on the Anaheim Ducks, an absolute shit team. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Okay, fine. Fair enough. You know what? Come out here, and why don't you show us what's up? Why don't you prove to us that you're that much better than us? No, wait. It's eight to one. You will not answer the bell when Reeves is on the ice. Max Domi is just running at you. By the way, let's just sign Max Domi to an eight by eight right now. Just overpay, overpay, <laughs> overpay.
0: I'm ready to do that. Well worth it. Uh, halfway, yeah. half, halfway through the season, way worth it. Way worth is three point seven million dollars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Racco, my, uh, this is my vibe on him right now. Okay. Bro, I didn't even know he said that in the news before the game, mm-hmm. but I. I am outraged to think that he thinks we lose that much sleep over it. On top of that, bro, you fucking signed in Anaheim knowing that the Ducks are going to be shit. You hid; Three Canadian markets wanted you. You said, no, I'm going to go play in Anaheim because they're going to contend in the years that I don't play for them. Yeah. He is just Yeah,
1: and and Anaheim, let's just say this might be the worst team I've seen the Leafs play all year.
0: They are really bad. I think they're brutal. Yeah, I think the only team worse than this is the last time these guys played in that same team because the last time they played, did they get shelled as well?
1: Yep. Remember, and and wasn't it that where the reporter, I forget what paper it was, but said it was like some nobody or he made some comment about the goalie and everybody in Anaheim got all upset? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Well, I I know maybe one of the fans can write in, but it's just I remember there was a news report and they called the goalie a nobody or something and they just fired everybody up and it's like, "You know what? Just like Ottawa with the whole Morgan Riley suspension, we're going to keep you relevant while you play us and then you're going to be forgotten again."
0: Oh my god, I can't wait to talk about that. Is that on our show notes?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is on our show notes. Okay, before that, though, let's stay on track. Let's stay on this game.
0: Good idea. Let's move to yeah. something
1: absolutely positive. Austin Matthews, Poppy, the Goat, 48 oh. goals in what? 51, 52 games. This guy's almost at 50. Unbelievable pace. Another hat trick. And just cool, calm, collected, water off a duck's back. The celebrations are just, I absolutely love it. He goes down the little dip, and then everything else is just pure gentleman. I mean, he, he's the greatest Leaf I've ever seen in my life. It is
0: an absolute treat to watch him right now. 100%. By I couldn't ar- I couldn't argue that point off for a second. The other thing about Matthews is last year, 40 goals. Everyone called it a down year. What does he come back with? Maybe his most impressive season to date. Uh, actually, you know what? Scratch that. Most likely his best year to date. I mean, best offensive year. I I don't know. The the roof seems to be like seven, everyone's talking 70 now that he 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 can hit 70. I don't know if that's feasible. I think anything in the mid-60s is going to be a win, but he has to break his last, uh, his last season's record, right? Sorry, the Leafs season's
1: record. You know goal record. Leafs you. season goal record, yeah.
0: Thank hey, he gave God. you a
1: warning at the yeah. beginning of the episode, folks, what state he was in. So <laughs> You, you know what? Like, the sentence started really good, and then it just couldn't finish. Okay, so with Matthews, You're saying, okay, so what do you think is going to be the total right now for him at the end of the season? Yeah, I, what was his, what was his record? 62? Yes, I believe so. We'll look it up. I have the game on the other screen.
0: Yeah, Yeah, same, me too. I'll just look it up right now. Here, you look Um, it up and
1: I'll give, go on, go on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's going to, I think if he's going to be his record of season uh, 62, my guess is 65, maybe 66, but 65 I think is the the bottom. That's true.
1: All right, well, you know what? That's a fair point. Pretty reasonable. I guess I could agree with that. <laughs> Except the only thing is, no, he's getting 71 to <laughs> 72 goals this year. Oh I see goodness. it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to pump the brakes and not say 82 and 82, an absolute per (laughs) point since Brett (laughs) Hall, the greatest goal-scoring season of all time. Matthews is up there. He's the new Ovechkin. He's the new kid on the block.
0: 60. He got 60 on the nose.
1: Okay, perfect. So, yeah, he can definitely get 11 more, which is what I'm predicting now.
0: Can can we just talk about something here? Like, I'm just looking at his stats. Yeah. So, he's got one, two... Three, four, five, uh, and now six. Six of his eight seasons, he's had forty goals or more in a season. Jesus. You know, yeah, Mexican and you know God. what's even? even that bottle, I'm gonna take another
1: shot in his honor. <laughs> okay, he's doing that in his honor. You know the craziest part is is nobody as you just down that. <laughs> nobody even <laughs> talks about. Nobody even talks about fifty anymore. Like it's not even a fifty for fifty. Oh, it, it's what a good point. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's, no, it's just almost 60, 60 70. December. Exactly. I mean, he's that good that 50 goals in a season is just expected at this point. That's crazy. And he's not even the front runner for the heart, which is the craziest part with his goal scoring right now.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I don't, okay. I, don't, I, don't I don't, think uh, Bennett in Florida, I don't think he'll keep up that pace at all. He might end the season with 50 goals, but he's not going to maintain his his current rate.
1: Yeah. Or do you mean sorry, Reinhardt or Bennett? No, Reinhardt. Yeah, you Reinhardt, said Bennett. Sorry, not. Yeah, Reinhardt. Think, yeah. That's okay. Seven minutes left, folks. Eight one still. So, besides Matthews, let's talk about the other absolute goal goal scorer on this team, Bobby McMahon. Bobby McMahon, b McMahon.
0: One. Yeah. Like he wants to fight anybody in the in the Ducks jersey.
1: Oh yeah, Revo's gonna go. I just want he's, Revo to drop a glove. It, what I wanted Riley to do to Greg. Oh, he's gonna go every. Like he's hunky
0: man. He's gonna he, is, he just wants to
1: feed this is why he was brought in this is what we need see this pissing people off and they're tough guys who want to goon out at this score they can't because they know revo's going to be on the ice yeah okay but mcmahon hat trick okay, two yes. goals to not be back do you think this guy is working his way into a permanent place on this roster to go into the playoffs how could he
0: not how could he not the the dude's got the size he's got the hands he's got speed um, Sheldon Keith basically played him in a defensive role when, as he's played, uh, whatever the fifteen games he's played or whatever it is. Yeah. So, I think I think for sure he's earning himself at least a look. If if something were to happen to Bertuzzi, or heaven forbid, Nylander or Mitch Marley any of any of those top, or Matthew Nyes, like any of these guys that go down or are having a slump, if you can slide McMahon in there and McMahon gives you even a third of what he's doing right now, even if he gives you one game, one goal in a clutch moment in those top six um, uh, minutes, then I think you got to be happy
1: with that. Uh, yeah. I 100% for sure. Yeah. I 100% agree with you there, buddy. I mean, he's been a consistent Marley AHL player. And if it's going to transition into the NHL and this guy is going to just build upon the confidence he's building right now. I mean, this is, this is excellent. This is how you land a bottom six role and stay. It's almost like uh Matt Stajan-esque, you know? <laughs> oh, wow, what a pull.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> fucking guy. This is Saga's own. Um, 100%. Bobby McMahon has insane size, though. I would love to see him. I mean, listen, I, I like Matt Nye's a lot, too. But I really, you really see that this year he's trying really hard and just not getting a ton of results. And I think that's still the learning to get from that college play into the NHL play in a season and a half. I understand like what you're asking from him is insane. But mm. I don't think Nice I think in this role McMahon is a better option. He's got the years, he's got a little bit more of that man size. I think you give the spot to McMahon. If I mean even if you even if you want Nice to succeed, McMahon is farther ahead of his development, at least if that's what it seems, why wouldn't you try him up on the top line?
1: Yeah, that is, uh seems to be kind of an issue with this team that you're never really demoted or promoted. It's kind of the line that you start the season with, for the most part, is where you're going to last all 82 games. Nice has stagnated a bit this season. He has not um, really just kept on increasing what he was doing the year previous. He's kind of just been there, although he's looked really good tonight, but the whole team has. I mean, it's an 8-1 fucking drubbing. Yeah. But- yeah, maybe that's the thing. If McMahon keeps this momentum going, the confidence building, maybe you do try him out here and there because at the same oh, time,
0: oh, you know,
1: well, they scored. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe come back. No four of these all yeah. of these players were just staying still.
0: They don't care. 8-2. With don't, four yeah.
1: Left. It's 8-2. The game's over. But you know what? Domi, Bertuzzi, those guys, they're all starting to pick it up in the last few months. And I got to be honest, it seems like El Hefe, this Riley suspension has rallied the boys because these last three games without him, they have looked fantastic, including our depleted decor. Like McCabe looks like a whole new guy.
0: McCabe is hitting his gear right now. I think the more this guy gets bruised in the face, the better yeah. he plays because I've been <laughs> so like Don there. <laughs> this guy got American kid. It's um, tough. I uh, I can't get over. This happened last year when Riley went down with the injury, and the Leafs went on a tear with him. And it seems like when he's there, the the scene the expectations there on on him, and he's not playing a great game. Although I think he's had a stellar season. Um, when he's gone, and don't forget, uh, don't forget, Marjorie Daniels out as well too, um, with the passing of his father, R.I.P. Paul. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Right, Paul. But I, at the end of the day. That can This this cannot be sustainable for you for that decor, right? Like they're getting too burnt out. Because Riley's has got playing twenty five minutes a game, and then all of a sudden you're asking all these other guys to kind of pitch in. You're going to burn out that decor, or worse, someone's going to get hurt or injured. So, I hope that the the appeal of suspension, and fingers crossed, it just comes down to being like I guess three games or four games. If anything, it's probably just going to lose one game. But I don't know. It's bullshit anyway. That's a fucking bullshit suspension.
1: Yeah, it is bullshit, and it's funny because the um, the meeting with Bettman was yesterday, and I haven't heard anything. I don't think anybody has, so nobody knows what the verdict's been. I don't know if they're going to wait till the end of this game. I'm hoping it's only going to be three to four, like you said, because, Riley, it's a first time, and the fact that he's the only Leaf who shows fucking heart. But I – you know what? Let's just get into it because we'll get back into this game, but everything's kind of circling around the suspension. So Leaf fans, NHL fans, everybody knows – Leafs played the Ottawa Senators. We lost because we were playing like shit that night. Ridley, no yeah, nobody tried that game. Ridley, Greg, empty net, slap shots it in. I got to be honest with you. When he slap shot it in, well, that sounded terrible right there. But when he put the puck in the net, <laughs> I didn't even really register that it was the slap shot. Like I was still so pissed off at how the Leafs had played that whole night that I wasn't even really, it was just more of a like, Oh, weird. He like, He slapshot it and why wouldn't you just bury it in? And then as soon as Riley went and sticked him in the face, I'm like, oh yeah, what the fuck? Let's go, go after him right now. I wish wish Riley had just dropped his glove and absolutely punched him in the face. And that's, I honestly think, yeah. And I almost think that would have been better in the eyes of everyone because it seems unanimous around the whole NHL when it comes to players, coaches. They are all on Riley's side. Like, you can't just do that. I mean, even his coach manager, Claude Giroux, captain, came out and said, yeah, you're not going to slap shot in the net because I wouldn't allow that in my barn. So it's a – you can't have your stick roll up on a guy's shoulder and hit the face. I think we all knew that he was going to get suspended when it happened. All the fans, we were pissed off, but we understood, okay, two to three games. I mean, regular season – the guy got up, was in practice the next day. First time, like I said, for Morgan Riley, who has basically been a Lady Bing uh, recipient almost or finalist for a couple of years. So is there any leeway at all? Or is Paros just picking out these suspensions out of a fucking magic hat? Because there's so much inconsistency. So then when it came handed down five games, El Jefe, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was telling people for sure it's going to match Paros's um, Peron's six games. Or maybe one more as a leaf tax, go seven to really outrage us. And retroactively, right. he'll get payback just like the Spetsa suspension from a couple years ago. So, right. in a way, I couldn't freak out when he got five games. But still, like you said before, complete bullshit. It, three max.
0: Okay, great. Fantastic, as always, Bob. I love your takes, always. And I agree <laughs> with a lot of what you're saying. Um, here's what gets me total bullshit that fucking um, Greg's going to wind up and take this, this slap shot at the end of the day, it it doesn't fucking matter. Like the least play like shit. They deserve to lose lose that game. I get that. I think what Morgan reality did was semi justifiable, but it's such bullshit that the way that it all went down, right? Like people made this weird big deal about it. In my opinion, He's coming around. He's trying to send a message to this kid saying, hey, like, listen, fuckface. You guys you guys whipped us in the game. Doing something like this is disrespectful. And I think he went to go cross-check him in the... Holy score. They Robinson. scored, yeah. Let's I think go. it was Bravo.
1: No, it was not McMahon, oh. was it? No, no, it was
0: Bobby. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey, Bobby, Mickey oh, Bobby. I had him on my picks today. Oh, um, let's go. So, okay, so I think what... Riley went to do is is pop him in the shoulder and kind of nudge him into the boards and, and the message was to be like not out of my house kind of thing. I think, what the fuck's this guy's name again? I keep calling him Greg. Ridley Greg. Ridley Greg. Okay, so Ridley Greg I think saw him coming or at least felt it out of the corner of his eyes put his shoulder up and kind of instead of just taking it knowing that he did something wrong he decided to fight it off and then the cross-check also like, slid up, knocked him in the face, side of the face or whatever. But I also think Morgan Riley couldn't decide whether he wanted to punch him or cross-check him because it looked like he wanted to go for the punch and the stick was just part of his hand as more than it was a cross-check, in my opinion. Um, so, anyways, I feel like that was one of those... If this was like a Tampa-fucking-Nashville game, or um, let's say this was actually Tampa and Florida or Tampa and... Winnipeg, you know, those types of teams that do a lot of bullshit after the whistle. Like at the end yeah. of the day, goals in, buzzer goes, this clock stops. So technically the play is dead, right? So all that bullshit, that scruffiness that happens after the whistle, that's what this is. Now to then give him the five-game suspension, total bullshit, in my opinion, one to three games max. Mm-hmm. Riley, like you said, like we were talking about a sterling resume, you know, not that kind of player, respected guy in the league as well. Ten year vet, there's no suspensions prior. Come on, that's total bullshit. And it, you know, I like I love, I love that meme that came out with um the reason why uh, Proz is, is such an anti leaf. Yeah, the cold Orr hit Kyle Clifford's off on the head. Yeah, um, that you know, like like that kind of bullshit, like that, that leaf tax that we always talk about. I felt like that. What do you know that meme where he gets knocked out and uh, oh, yeah. it's like Colton Orr. Yeah. yeah that I leaf, was at that like game. I, 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 I was the, at that game. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I think at the end of the day, like, I think there's always that little bit of revenge because, so, like, some of this league bullshit is just insane. Like, the suspension bullshit, cadres, the suspensions. I mean, not that they're not deserved, but a little extreme, in my opinion. And you had uh, Petro Michael, um, fuck, trying to chop off what's this dude's fucking wrist last year in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Vegas. Vegas and uh, Dreisaitl. One game's fucking suspension for that. Are you fucking kidding me? Try yeah, to fucking... Marshawn on Lilligren earlier this year.
1: Like, there's so much that yeah. like goes on this yeah. bullshit.
0: Yeah, and even the Swayman shit that happened where he tried to chop that dude's head off or uh, putting his shoulder into him against Tampa. Yeah. And he did, He just fined five grand. It was an intent injury right there. That should be at least one game suspension if you're looking at the Morgan Riley suspension.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 9-2. Let's fucking go. This is a huge win for the boys. But I, I completely agree with you about the Ridley-Greg thing. I think that was what was going through Greg's mind. I think with Riley, just wires crossed. I think he was so heated in the moment, like he just wanted to go and do something. And like you said, he didn't know what he wanted to do in that moment and he just ended up going forward at him. And that's just kind of what happened.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so make that makes us what? 29-16-8 yeah. and eight.
0: going right now. 29, 16. eight, that's right uh good enough for seventh behind tampa in the conference yeah wild card spot i'm pretty sure
1: did i think la beat boston today did they i'm going to look it up quickly uh yeah la kings did win but bruins got a point in overtime so yeah it's close like we're a wild card team right now and i think we are going to be for the rest of the season but the boys are buzzing right now like i said it was a rallying point this bullshit riley suspension McCabe's looking good sign Benoit to eight by eight overpay him him don't be I mean absolutely unreal this guy that he threw another big hit today he's getting in the mock he's going along the boards he's exactly the type of defenseman we want and he's on an amazing contract I think he's
0: has one more year or he's an RFA at the very least I think he's an RFA after this season but still you're getting him at like whatever it is hundred uh, k or whatever so you know yeah I th- there's a lot to be happy about like although the the Leafs this month, actually, like this, let's call it this calendar year, have been such a streaky team. I, yeah. I find them so hard to get into. <laughs> Last ten games, they're seven and three. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, home record of fourteen and ten. That is not good, uh, but in the away record of fourteen six and six. So that's pretty impressive. I don't know. There is okay. I just want I, I want to go slightly back in time just a little bit. And just right. talk about some of the previous games and how like backwards they've been. Um, I just need a second. Yeah, no problem.
1: Looking up the schedule, checking That's what we we'll talk about.
0: <laughs> how did we get into this? Bob? How did this all happen? All right. So just backtracking a little bit, you had the overtime winner against Philly. Fun game, man. That was a fun playoff that was a game. Great I didn't realize game. Philly was as good as they are with missing their starting goaltender.
1: You know who I would like on the Leafs? Connect me.
0: Oh yeah, just, just, just a shithead like they're Oh, absolute like shithead. Fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would really like Connect Me is fun to watch. He's a pest. pisses you off, but I would want that right on our team.
0: Uh, plus, he can score. You always want a guy like you have the 100%. win against St. Louis. You have the loss against uh, Ottawa. We talked about that enough. You had a big win against Dallas. You know, like, the only time you're going to see them in the playoffs is in the finals. Yep. A loss against the Islanders, 3-2 loss in the Peter Engvall um, tribute night. Go figure. Of course. Yeah. How do you want, yeah. And you, yeah. And you had those very impressive back-to-back wins against the Jets. The home-and-home split with the Jets. Um, that that two-game series before we the All-Star break was sensational.
1: Yes. I'm glad you brought those up. That was some amazing hockey played by the Leafs, because the Jets are no joke. I mean, they have trouble scoring, but that defense, and especially Hellebuck back, goaltending, I mean, phenomenal. And they're coached well.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Right before that, you had to win against Seattle. There was that embarrassing loss to... uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. And that was a tough one, too. Hockey Night in Canada as well. Then you... uh, That they had uh, the night before that. Calgary, win. They had the tough loss against Edmonton, where that that whole game, that arena was on fire. The fans yeah. were buzzing that Edmonton game. Uh, I, I think Edmonton jumped out early, and then just had to leave most of the game. Oh, McDavid a- David came out to play. McDavid, of course, came out he did. Yeah. And just to like start the year, you had the loss against Detroit, a loss against Colorado, over team loss against the Islanders, and then you had back to back wins against San Jose. And the previous game against the Ducks was a 2-1 OT winner. And then to start the year, we had a 3-1 win against Los Angeles. That was all that beginning road trip all before the All-Star game. It was a good stretch, but streaky, man. You have like these three wins broken up by two losses or, or vice versa. This team, I just don't know when. Playoff bound, it just is, it's too mind-boggling. Yeah,
1: it is. You know, maybe maybe on the one hand this is one of those seasons where like you said because they're so in the middle wishy-washy going through so much shit that this is the year that we kind of play through adversity and we actually get to uh maybe the third round or something like that but yeah it, it's been very streaky i went to that colorado game actually
0: <laughs> um, right we right. were yeah, supposed to report that, that night you, you went to the game
1: yeah i went to the colorado game um And that was kind of a microcosm of what you're talking about because for the most part, there are moments where the Leafs are buzzing. Usually, Austin Matthews seems to do it single-handedly. Like He has to do a lot. He's carrying a lot of weight. But the Leafs go through these hot streaks. And for the most part, we either get out to a nice lead and then we kind of fall back and we let the team come back and tie us and we always end up going to overtime. Or in typical league fashion, it's the ex- other extreme where we go down two, three goals and decide, you know what? Now it's time to fucking play because we have something to play for. I don't know why they come out at, they don't come out at the start of the game with that type of mentality because it's been years now where you should learn to come out right out of the gate. But this just seems to be something that's continuous with this team. And yeah, starting in January, it was ups and downs. Like you said, the 3 nothing against L.A., then there's big games that we lose. We lose to the Islanders, Patty Wah, Engval, like you said, the Ottawa loss with Riley, which thank fuck that we're playing so well that it hasn't really affected us. But on the other hand, we play really good against Edmonton, even though we get the loss. Then we go into Winnipeg home and home. We dominate. Like you said, those games were incredibly impressive. Morgan Riley was excellent that fucking series. Like it was great. That's right.
0: Yeah. And not only that, that, that and at the same time, Reeves is in the media being like, I'm healthy, I'm ready yes. to play. They throw him in, and he scores. He fucking went off his dick or whatever it was, but, you know, he <laughs> still scores a goal and still counts. One more goal than I got this season, so I get it. Yeah. But. No, I know, agree. So, so, go on, yeah. I was just going to say, like, uh, more of the drama around the Leafs stems from what the media, I feel like, is trying to build up any kind of storyline that they can this team seems to be like consistently inconsistent so it's hard to kind of gauge them because you'll the streakiness continues it's like you you see the bad games and it's all oh my god the defense is horrible you can't get number one goaltender the top four the core four aren't scoring like those storylines as soon as there's a small patch in this in this uh season that's the first thing that media is throwing out there it's like okay like guys, all these teams have ups and downs. Like, this team is just in an up or down situation. There doesn't have to always be an issue with the Court four. There doesn't always have to be a goaltending controversy. It doesn't always have to be the defense's, you know, duct tape together. Like, it doesn't always have to be those things. I get that those are parts of those things, but it's such an unfair way to look at it, and then it just fucking creates all this tension within sports media or sports fandom.
1: Yeah, I mean you you hit the nail on the head and we've talked on that subject for years now it's like it's so apparent and it affects so many players that come play for this city but the one word that you just said that i just want to quickly bring up especially in the last 2 weeks goaltending way to fucking go samsonov way to oh, yeah. come back after that because i got to be honest with you and this is when it comes to goaltending such a compliment i'm not even thinking about it I when we go into games, it is not even a question mark right now. So kudos to Samsonov, Martin Jones. Hopefully, Wall can come back and continue his play. But these two guys are carrying it right now. Their teams are down to two, three goals max. I mean, they're making big saves and they're giving the guys a chance. So I I'm so impressed. And if Samsonov can continue this for the rest of the season, like I mean, we don't really need any goaltending help. We should be focusing on defense help. No.
0: I, I I don't think that yeah I, I couldn't agree more. First off, what is it? They is it the Bill Masterson Award or is it Peter Map? Yeah, I think
1: I think Bill. it's the Bill right for the two goaltenders. Yeah.
0: You no, know, that's one for like the the player that over overcame something to oh, play. Oh yeah, something. I'm thinking of the Jennings or something. Yeah, yeah, go on. That's yeah. right, you're thinking of the Jennings. That's right, yeah. yeah. But what I'm uh, for a guy who looked absolutely lost and like Bob, you're lucky that you're yeah. on this boat, but. I've gone through the newborn stage. I know that he has a newborn son, yeah. And I know that those those first couple of weeks can be hard. I'm not saying that's what it was, but I'm saying I can understand what uh, he was going through, where he was a little disemboggled, uh, discombobled. But even though again, you're supposed to be a pro athlete, we all have our bad days. And I felt like he's in this real bad stretch. Took the time off, got himself right, and now I mean, he's not where he was last year, where he was stealing games for us, but we're not losing games because of him, and that
1: is super key. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. He's not the first star of the games, but like I said, it's not there is no part leading up to the game in those few hours you're getting excited to watch the buds that you're thinking, oh fuck, man, we just need to get some saves. All we need is some saves, and we're gonna be okay tonight. That's not it. It's just like how many is Matthews gonna score? Another hat trick? Oh
0: fuck oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Such a good problem to have. I mean, I love I love oh, you know, here's here's okay. So here's a crazy point uh someone brought up in the group chat that made me think. If the Leafs don't make the playoffs this year and they waste Matthew's possible 70 goal season, is that not a big kick in the dick? Uh,
1: It it is an absolute catastrophe. And not only is Keith gone, there's a chance that Shanahan's gone, although I doubt it, but there would be some massive changes coming. But no, I do not think think that they're going to miss the playoffs by the way, but that
0: would be, that's really bad. Now also, or, or go on, go on. Yeah. I was just gonna say that FanGraphs has has had them for a couple of weeks now at ninety six percent making yeah. the playoffs. Now, not saying that that's you know that's not the law, but I'm just saying it's it's gonna be hard to fuck up ninety six percent, right? Like, I get it; it could happen, but I get it.
1: I I also think there's this weird they would never come out and say this, and maybe this is just a classic ball conspiracy. But I feel in a way. That kind of in lease management, it's okay if these next two years are a wash. Maybe just this year. And here's what I'm saying: it, not that they want to miss playoffs. Like I said, that's a catastrophe. But maybe we miss, we lose out in the first round or whatever. Because here's what's going to happen: the salary cap is increasing. As much as I hate the salary cap, you're going up three, four million. It's probably going to go up the next year. John Tavares' contract is up. All of these one-year contracts like Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi is not coming back. Even if he finishes the season amazing, and he has an amazing playoffs, which is what we brought him in for, and I hope he does have an amazing playoffs, he's probably going back to Detroit or somewhere else. So the Leafs are going to have a ton of cap. And what I think is going to happen is there's going to be a semi-re-rebuild around Willie. Like a retooling. A retooling with Matthews, Willie, Riley if Marner signs for fucking 27 million of whatever the hell he want him and Paul Marner want. Um, but the, you're you're gonna see a little bit of a new leaf team. I'm not gonna say the just like the Washington Capitals because everybody wants to make that comparison. And to Leaf haters, yes, I know we have not had the playoff successes the Washington Capitals before they won the Cup yes. going to the Eastern yeah. Conference. Yeah, yet. Yeah. But our players are still 26, 27, 28. I mean, they are the all, prime of their career. Fine. Yeah. So we have we have a four to five year run. So I'm saying there's there's gonna be still more window after this, but yeah, do not waste it as well. Like let's go and go in the playoffs. And and if this guy is gonna be close to 70 goals, whether he reaches, do not fucking waste that.
0: 100%. You got Matthews and Nylander who's a year older but whatever like and, and Marner these guys all are entering their primes of their careers and you're seeing it with Matthews insane season. I want to throw some things out at Jabba. Okay. Currently the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs John Tavares uh, 51 games played going into tonight, into tonight's game obviously not in the lineup I think he's still dealing with an illness um, 15 goals Okay, so here's my question, Bob. Does John Tavares finish this season with more or less than 25 goals?
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna say 20, and I was gonna say that's an I easy. He's got over. Like roughly 30 games. Yeah. Man, he, he should. He's, he's left. Yeah, I mean, you're what you're he's asking struggling. for basically is 10 goals in 30 games. Yeah, he, he should, if he's on pace, I, I honestly, it's like, I want to say just a goal under, so, so I will say he will, he will reach it. He will just reach it for 25 goals and not a goal more. And that at this point is me being optimistic because John has had a bad season this year. I mean, there was a time where he was what, one or two even strength goals in the span of two months, which is unacceptable for a $10 million player. It's hard for me to be unbiased with John Tavares because John Tavares comes from the same area we come from. He had the same childhood we had, except for the fact that he had talent. And this is more, basically... More yeah, more talent, exactly. And this is the dream that we always wanted to be the captain of the Toronto Beliefs. So there is always a soft spot for John. Even though, if you remember, and you go back to our podcast, I always, always thought Morgan Riley should be the fucking captain of this team. And I you will always that, die on that hill. Yes. Because Captain Moe. Well deserved,
0: Joe. Well deserved. Yeah, 100%. Leave, right? Exactly. It. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. But I, I think, you know, John Tavares, because he chose yeah. to come to Toronto, that was, and that was a, That's big, a big, big thing. You had, you had Lou yeah. cooking. You had, um, what was that guy's name? The fucking pencil neck geek that ran the team Tub- for five years. Tubus? Dubas? Thank you. That yeah. You had <laughs> Dubis cooking. You had Lula Morello cooking, and like they thought they were out on Tavares. Then they reel him in. They get him for cheaper than what San Jose was offering. Like a lot. There's a lot of excitement around JTO, and I think there still is. He started the season really hot. I remember he had like five, six goals. He's leading the team in goals. I the start the start of the season, he looked quick. It looked like he's been sluggish, and maybe he's dealing with some shit. Like there's a pro- there's a possibility with that with that slightly, yeah. gist- slightly older body. So maybe this time, this downtime will be helpful for him or come back a little bit more focused or maybe in a little bit better health or whatever the case may be. But I think, I think it's a safe bet to see that he gets a 25. I don't see him pushing 25 either. I think you're right on that. I can't see him getting a 30.
1: Yeah, I agree with Yeah, You can't see him seeing 30. No way. No. I don't I think so. I can't see it. You all, know right, what, though, all, that, all that matters is playoffs though. I mean, if, as long as we get sure. into the playoffs, that's,
0: it's a new season that's true um we got Mitch Marner with 22 goals uh does Marner surpass 35 goals I think that's his career high let me just double check on that quickly uh
1: I'm gonna say no I'm gonna say that he is gonna be around 30 to 32 goals to end the season
0: okay uh 26 35 35 is his high so I was right
1: Yeah, so he's, what, at 60 or however – he probably got a couple assists. I think he's for sure going to probably get over 50
0: apples this year. Yeah. You know, in our early season bets, we had – let me just pull it off here, the uh, good old pegboard. Yeah. Okay. We had – Goals, you had uh, Austin Matthews at 44. Oh, you fucking loser. 44 goals. Oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> I'm pathetic. No, that's uh, real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I had him at 47 goals because I'm an idiot as well. So, wow. to us. a then I will points, never doubt him again. Yeah. You had Marner at 101, and I had him at 103. And I think he's projected close to 80, 80, maybe 90 this year. But I was really hoping he was going to break through.
1: Yeah! I, wow! I can't believe how far off we were with the point total for Marner. I mean, he he should be close. I mean, the the way the money that these guys are making, he should be close to a hundred points. So,
0: as he's I, like at 60 again, points. As, yeah, but, but we we also have thirty games left in the season. I mean, realistically, uh, let's see. Let's do some quick math. If you uh, like, take a third half of these games that he's played now, that puts him at ninety points at the end of the season. So, Uh-oh. I mean, still, I mean. Who knows? He could get hot. And then the last one we racked up. Actually, there's two more. Willie, you had about 40 goals and 34 assists, which uh, that sounds pretty good he's at 27 right now. He got one tonight, so he's at 28. So I, I can see him hitting 40 by the end of the season. And I think he goes on. He got he was ice cold for a couple of weeks. I'm sure he turns up and he gets another at least 10. Yeah. I think at 37. Um, I had it at 35 goals and 40 assists, and currently he's at 27 goals, 40 assists. And the last thing we have... Yeah. Stat we took for the season? Penalty minutes. Okay. You said Domi at 145. Yeah. I said Reeves. At 100. Oh, sorry. You said Domi at 145, and I said Reeves at 125. Curlant Leaf Leader. Would you like to take a guess? Uh,
1: that's going to be a tough one. Fuck it. I'll say. I'll say me. I'll say Domi.
0: Yeah, Domi. Yeah. 62 penalty. I don't <laughs> You know, he may hit 145, but I think at this point, it's going to be safe to say he'll have 100 by the end of the season.
1: Yeah. Weird how conservative we yeah, were definitely. with some of these numbers.
0: Yeah, right? Like, we don't know what we're talking about. Although, you know, no, I, not I'll be interested to see how, because how, our season ends at 50, you have 55 wins, I have 52 wins. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how the season ends now and we can revisit these numbers. Yeah, we'll have to. That's that's
1: crazy. I, I can't believe how low we were on Matthews.
0: But how how were we to know, right? Because like even last year, scoring forty goals, it seemed like I a should for should have. I should have. Okay, that's my fault. I should have. Now you know we go for next season. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. All should right, we? Uh, you want to do buds and duds? Yes, please. Buds and duds, everybody! Your favorite segment, our favorite segment. El Jefe and I, usually our, two or three guys. Segment. Yeah, our only segment. We we just fire off. And we usually start with the buds. We're going to keep it going. El Jefe, I'm going to let you go first. Who's your first bud? And I think you'll take the obvious
0: one. I, I mean, it's hard to deny the league's leading scorer. I saw this crazy stat that um, he's going to reach. He's going to break Sandin's te- team record for most goals scored in the blue and white. And he's going to do it 400 games quicker than Sandine did. That's insane. Which is a, a, a four hundred f- More than four hundred games quicker than Sundine. Uh, absolutely insane stat. If you're not an Austin Matthews fan. I I don't I can't. I can't. Go 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 suck a goat's dick. I don't know what the answer is. Like yeah. this guy, one of the most storied franchises, and he'll go down in history as the hands down best, and we're witnessing it from day one, bah. We broke the news on the podcast, this podcast, that the Toronto Police were going to first overall pick. Did we realize that it's going to be an absolute franchise cornerstone player?
1: No, this is this is beyond your wildest dreams. This is the exact player that every organization dreams of. I mean, he might go down in the future as the greatest American hockey player of all time, playing for the greatest organization of all time. Like this is the NHL's wet dream. And he's so consistent. I honestly don't know. You just hate on him because you're jealous. Because he doesn't over-celebrate. He doesn't talk shit. He's a gentleman on and off the ice. With, with I'm not going to call questionable fashionable choices because the man pulls it off. So, so even kudos to that. I agree with you. Okay.
0: Yeah, 100%. Number one, Austin Matthews.
1: Okay, my first bud. Morgan, Riley, Captain Moe. Toronto Maple Leafs, hard on his sleeve, people's is captain, that, the people's captain. Yeah, the people's captain, newly husband to Tessa Virtue, Olympic gold medalist. Kudos to you. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy is having an outstanding season. Far and away, our best defender on the power play, back checking, just hoeing the puck along the line. He's getting the points. He's consistent. And you know what? He loves this organization. He re-signed with us for a pretty good, respectable contract, and he's playing well above it. Yeah, I think it. everyone's happy with that contract. Yeah, and then to top it off, we already mentioned it, but putting your stick into that guy's fucking neck, I don't care, Bias Leaf fan, I loved it, because you do not do that to us. We are not the punchline that everybody thinks we are. That is what pisses us all off. And to sh- for him to show, as a Toronto Maple Leaf player, that it pisses him off as well, that's all we want. That is all we yeah. want from our players. You have to love the blue and white. You have to love this as much as we love it.
0: That's right. And you know what? I, did you see that uh, Maple Leaf, uh, the blueprint, the leaf print blueprint? And yep. it was it was his episode <laughs> and his dad from Hamilton. Dad looks like he crushed 50 cooler lights or uh, yeah. blue lights on a dad strip. He's talking about uh, when he got drafted. He's like, I'm wearing that fucking jersey to tomorrow. at work. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know what? That yeah, is 100%. Yeah. What it, no, it's 100% all of our wet dreams, right? Like, get drafted by the Leafs. Your dad is, like, super proud and happy. Like, and, you know, the fact is, like, not even being from that area or this area, like, I guess his dad's from this area, but, you know, like, he grew up West Coast, right? He's a BC kid. You know, it's crazy that all that stuff lined up for him. And longest 10-year Leaf, and he'll go down as one of the, one of the best leaves as well or maybe longest 10 year I don't know. Maybe not the greatest, but I,
1: I think he's going to go down but as one I'll of our greatest love. Yeah. He's going to go down as one of our greatest defensemen of all time in franchise.
0: I, I actually believe that with Morgan Riley. Here, here's a question for you, Bob. Give me five of, of what you could, would consider the lead. I can only name maybe three. And I'm talking great. I'm not talking Dave Elliott at 92. Okay. I'm talking like real, if not hall of famers, borderline hall of famers, like, I mean, Larry Murphy doesn't count. We we boot him out of town. The only yeah, ones I what, can think what, of. Salman. Yeah, Salmane, for sure. The, probably Salman. the greatest. James yeah. Horton. Yeah. You know, like who else? Who else? Who, who defines the Charming Belief Blue Line? I, I can't think of any names.
1: Honestly, I. Yeah, you, you name them like Matthew basically Schneider. the one that. No, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what? For one of the best pairings, I don't care what he said, one of the best pairings was Kaver and Caberlet. No, FNUF, no. I, I loved Fanuff and I had his jersey. But you're talking, here's honestly, I would say, I'm going to look up the points too. Okay. So, yeah, Bore Salmi, number one, uh, over a thousand games played. He's probably the best defenseman in franchise history. Then you're going Thomas Caberlet, number two, Tim Horton, number three. Point? No, these are games. These are ranked. These are points. Yeah, points. Okay, so number oh. one, Bore Salming, 768 points. Number two, Thomas caberlet, 4, uh, 520 yeah. points. Tim Horton, third, 458 points. Number four, Morgan Riley, a point under Tim Horton. And wow. Number, yeah, at 457. And he's going to pass that clearly. He's going to be close to number two, Tim Horton, like, I honestly think Morgan Riley might be going as the number two greatest Leaf defenseman of all time because I think with Bore, the nostalgia, the tragedy of how his life ended and how much he means to not only us but Sweden, I think Bore is the greatest. But Morgan's going to be right there, man. Morgan Riley has
0: 43 points this season, 7 goals and 36 assists. Yeah. um let's say this guy averages 60 points i mean it's by the end of his contract if he's still trying to believe he may be number what was solving at? someone was at how many points 500
1: and what no uh Salmin was at 1099 games he had 768 points
0: that might be tough to pass but he, he, he'll he be top three by the end well by the end of his contract yeah you're right he'd probably be ahead of team horn too actually
1: Bro, he's he, he's probably going to be ahead of Tim Horton in the first two three games he comes back from suspension. Honestly, that's he's one point behind him.
0: Shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like when you think of the blue and white, uh, the blue line of the blue and white, you know, Morgan Riley is, is probably like, outside of like guys like uh, like Carbolay and McCabe, but Carberry more than McCabe. I mean, I can't think of many names outside of that. That I make it like Diompanoff, whatever, Jeff Finger, maybe I don't know. Like, just a handful of guys I can I can think of Um, okay another one even Mitch yeah okay yeah (laughs) way to get us back okay (laughs) me sorry my bad fuck Jesus Christ okay back in Uh, we talked about him earlier I didn't go Sammy Um, I think you know what we had talked about earlier but not only that at one point the team only looked comfortable playing in front of Joe Wall he's no more and then Martin Jones became like that um, solid goaltender that the team only looked confident in front of. But now, after all season, finally the Leafs look comfortable playing in front of Sammy. And that's because he gave him the confidence to play in front of him. So my second bud is Sammy.
1: Excellent, excellent choice. My second bud is going to be Ben Wong. Mr. Simon. This guy is the exact type of third-pairing defender I want Bless you, El Jefe. He is hitting guys in the boards. (laughs) He is just up in every play. He is up in every guy's face. I mean, he's got a smile. He seems to love being a Leaf. And you know what? He is a contributing factor. I think this guy, the fact that he's an RFA, obviously I joke about the overpay, but I really hope this is not a guy we lose like usual to another team that's willing to give him more money than we're able to because he is a perfect fit in this organization right now.
0: So I, I, have been hearing a lot about like, what it what is a Benoit, um, re look like. And honestly, I can't see him making more than, uh, Lilligren. Like, I think Timmy Lilligren is probably the bar of what that looks like, but I would give him like a three-year deal. I give him a three-year deal at maybe like two,
1: 2.1. Oh yeah. I do not. I would be happy with a, yeah, three, four year. Maybe if he gives you that fourth year, you go 2.1 to 2.5, the max. And that's being kind of generous to your, you're helping him out because you think that he actually is going to maintain the same level or progress. But yeah, I would like to see him at least for a couple more years.
0: I'll tell you this, bro's been solid for more, for longer than I expected. Mm hmm. He's
1: been a huge uh, help this season because there's been times where the defense has fallen flat and not so much the defense, but the whole team is going back into their typical leaf regression where nobody's kind of giving effort. Willie's just skating through the ice. And it's one of those, okay, you just know it's going to be a boring fucking game that maybe we'll take it to overtime, but we're going to end up losing. No, Benoit's throwing a big hit. He's talking shit one of our guys gets hit he's coming in
0: to defend us what we want as fans one of my favorite things about him is he actually plays active stick hockey you see this guy put his stick on the blade of other sticks um, and that is like something you so rarely see because most guys are worried about over committing and then they look silly. But this guy, he's got the long reach, like six foot four. He's got long reach. He's able to get the stick in the way. And even if he overcommits, he's going to take the body or die trying. Like, I am so happy. This is, there has been some absolute flubs on Tree Living's offseason signings. Yes. But Benoit has been absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, my, my uh, honestly, yeah. go down as one of the best. Yeah, it might be one of the best. Okay. Do you got one more, bud, or do you want to go to duds?
0: Yeah, you know, I'll put I, Epic I Riley. Like, he's had a solid season. Plus, Wilson, pretty satisfied with his reaction for the suspension, yep. or reaction because of the suspension. So, I'll move on. Let's go with Doug. Okay,
1: quickly. And and actually, just one shout Honourable, out I'll do for my Honourable third. mention.
0: Yeah, yeah, go. One honorable mention. On dads, and I think you agree Jake McCabe.
1: Okay. I was just going to say quickly I couldn't decide between my final bud, between Jake McCabe or Bobby McMahon. So I will give a special shout out to Jake McCabe because he has stepped it up and has been, I mean, it's a, it's a small sample size. Our best defenseman clearly in these last three games ever since his nose has been busted, but he got off to a really, really rough start. I think we can all agree this season, him and Brody looked fucking broken at the start of the season and Brody is not quite there. Yeah. Brody still looks not great, but McCabe has stepped it up. He is what we've wanted leaf fans love him since we've got him from Chicago so yeah I'm fired up and then again shout out Bobby McMahon I mean five goals in the last three games or I think six actually dude you're on fire keep it up you're going to have a job in the NHL duds any? all
0: right <laughs> you got any yeah you got any yeah um first off you know I, I, I would imagine he's still probably dealing with some kind of lingering result from his uh, high ankle sprain, but Timmy Lilly is just killing me. I watch this guy play, like, dude, come on. And, I, you know, maybe it is. There's a pinch on the blue line. They need everything that they can get back there. I don't think he to put a little draw in. Uh, so I think at the end of the day, even a, a fairly banged up, Lilly Grin is probably what you guys have to deal with at the best part, but he's looking dog shit, my man. Number one dud, number 37, Timmy Lilly.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And uh, this is coming from one of the guys who I think even on this pod, I was saying I wanted to keep him over Sandine. And I was somewhat happy when Sandine was the guy who ended up being traded, even though I didn't want either of them to be traded. But yeah, he has had a rough year. It happened with the Marchand, that bullshit in the Boston game. He looks, uh, yeah, he looks a little timid. He seems to be coming back into form, but there are times where he is just giving up the puck, or he's making real questionable choices that you, at
0: this speed of the game, you cannot be made. Hundred percent. Yeah, it hurts, and what I think hurts even more is he—he he was like a fourth-round pick or some bullshit like that. Yeah, it's one thing, but this is a fucking first rounder that we've been trying, like the development. He's had, you know, he's had all of, and I'll say it this way: the the best version of leaf management. He had that version of leaf leaf management with his development since day one. And I gotta say, this this product, this finished product. He's been in the league what four years now, four seasons as yeah. a full-time guy. Yeah. He just looks horrible. I, I wish he was, like, a fourth or fifth rounder. That way, if you throw him away or you th- put him in a package deal, you don't miss him. But as a first rounder, it just burns a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I, I honestly, unless he picks it up, I even then, I, I see Lilligren's leaf days are kind of numbered. We're in the last couple of years, even if, if he's not traded this trade deadline, honestly.
0: Yeah, Okay. I agree. All right, buddy, uh, who's your dad? Yeah.
1: My dud, we already brought up his name. It is T.J. Brody, another defenseman. T.J. Brody, first two years he was with the Leafs. I mean, this guy was diving on every 2 and one play, breaking it up, giving our goalies a chance. He looked consistent along the boards. He was solid in the playoffs when our offense wasn't scoring. But my God, this year, T.J. Brody, like we said, has looked broken. He is just giving up pizzas down the middle, just not – this lazy stick work getting penalties. He has not looked fast. He seems to be second guessing every decision that he makes and he's just going farther and farther down. Oh dude. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's like, I don't even want to say that this is the start of the end, but it seems to be that way because he has not even gotten better really as the season progressed. And TJ Brody at the price point and the way this team is structured, like we need him.
0: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Uh, We'll just double up on Brody a little bit because he he, he was my uh, next pick. I got to say this. Dude looked like he forgot how to play hockey over the summer. Looked like he he was an alien and and somebody in his body and not knowing what he was supposed to do. Looks absolutely lost out there most of the time. You wouldn't believe this guy's a fucking 10-year veteran in the league. So disappointed with them that I don't think you could trade him. Like Even if you were to try to trade him to another team, for like a second rounder just so you can flip that second rounder at the deadline i don't even think that would be a fair deal i don't think anyone would give you even a second rounder for him i
1: i i don't know man i agree i think he's going to be part of a package like i think it's going to be like a first round pick Lilligren, robertson type thing we're going to go for hannathan
0: or some bullshit ah man that's a lot to give up for him i don't think i don't believe they're getting anything out of calgary i'll say that i i, yeah, I think calgary he does not
1: want to yeah, do I this as a like living. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because he's an AGM for like 10 years. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, Bob. So I'll double up on your Brody. Why don't you give me your third dud?
1: Yeah. So the final dud is going to be as much as I hate to say it for me, it's just going to be John Tavares. Like I said, there's a soft spot with him and I love that he's the captain, but he needs to pick it up. I know he's sick right now. But you're basically never being moved off the second line. You're never really in fear of your job. And that's okay because you're a $10 million player who's our captain. So it's on you to pick it up. Because not only do you have to prove, but you have to prove going into the future that you want to be a Maple Leaf. Do you want to stay with us after your contract because we paid you? Are you going to come back for $4 million a year and you want to keep playing for the Leafs? Are you going to keep the C? Because right now is where your legacy is affected. Because it's in the twilight years of your career with your contract with us. And you are not providing right now. And unfortunately, that's the business. And we need you to step it up. Because Matthews and the first line is stepping it up. And we need to make the playoffs. Like we mentioned earlier, it is a full-blown catastrophe if we don't make the playoffs. And when it comes to players, buddy, your head is going to be on the chopping block with this fan base. Because you wear the C. And it's unfair, but it's what's going to happen. So you need to step it up.
0: Damn, that was like Boss player trump tribune right there. Um, <laughs> you know what? It pains me, right? Like, it pains me because we were so happy when JT signed back home. We were so excited. I, I'm not gonna agree, John, thank you for listening first and foremost, but I'm not gonna yep, agree with you, right. you know what, Captain My Captain, I get it. Um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put mine in a little bit of a different spot. Um I'm going to put my, my dud as uh, Sheldon Keefe. And I, I got to say this. I really like Sheldon Keefe. I think he's a great coach. I think his approach to the team has been pretty good. But God damn it, man. I don't know. I, I want this guy to be able to strangle some players because I see this guy fucking losing his shit. I can feel his blood pressure rising. See that Irish pudgy face of him get redder and redder as the games go on. And it makes me crazy. I need this guy to snap. I need this guy not to fucking be PC. And I need him to go fucking crazy. Because honestly, he's giving me seriously cock vibes, and I can't handle that. I need my coach to be mean and hard and unapologetic. And this guy feels like he's walking on thin ice when he shouldn't be. Toronto Police will not pay you to not be their coach for the next two years. They just finished paying out Babcock. There's not a fucking chance they're going to let you walk. Your job is safe, bro. Just nut up. And slam some fucking skulls and get this team fucking going. I know it's hard to say they're on a little bit of a tear right now, but honestly, it's. I feel like he's afraid to call out certain people in the media and that he shouldn't be afraid to do that. He has job security. If anyone should be worried, it should be Brendan Shanahan because next season he has a new boss. So,
1: yeah, that I 100% agree with you about the Brendan Shanahan thing. I, I think there's a chance. If we do not have any success, that yeah, that guy is going to be out the door. I, I believe that. But uh, yeah, with, and Pete,
0: you know what? with I, yeah, go on. I, I just on Shanahan. I really like what he's done with the team. I really like what he's done with the team image. I think everything he's done has been really spectacular. But that whole doobie shit last year and all, that whole thing. I don't know if it was right call. It's still too early in my opinion to say. But, man, it felt weird after that. And yes. since then, Brendan Shanahan, like, where is fucking Detroit Red Wings 97 Shanahan or whatever the fuck year you played for Detroit, yep. where he was fucking killing people on the ice? That's the fucking Shanahan I want, not this fucking cuddly uncle Uncle Brandon Shanahan bullshit. Take the fucking Carnigan off, put your old CCM helmet on, and fucking crack some nuts too, bro.
1: <laughs> Let's go. I, I agree with that, buddy. And... With that being said, folks, this is the end of the Leafs episode. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to hear from us in a couple of weeks because, like always, we're going to be bringing you a trade deadline episode. Right, El Jefe? I mean, Yeah, this is big time for the Leafs. We're going to break it all down. I honestly think there's going to be a defenseman coming our way. I think we both agree it's not going to come from Calgary. So who knows where that's going to come from. But, folks, we are getting oh, really. into the nitty-gritty with this season. It is crunch time. However many other motifs and symbolisms I can throw out there. You ready, El Jefe? This is it. Woo! <laughs> folks. <laughs> Fuck I me, am... right? Fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, we're ending it there, folks. NA Thirty Leaves Edition. Peace. Fuck me, right?